ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره نعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد Welcome all of you, continue reading from the explanation of Aqidat al-Salaf, Aqidat al-Salaf, the creed of the Salaf, Ashab al-Hadith, the people of Hadith, of al-Imam al-Sabuni, the explanation of our noble Shaykh al-Allama, Abi Muhammad Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, Hafidhahu Allah ta'ala wa matta'ahu bil-sahha wal-afiyah wa ghafara lahu wa liwalidayh wa lil-muslimina wal-muslimat. آمين. قال الإمام الصابوني رحمه الله تعالى وغفر له ولوالديه وللمسلمين والمسلمات في عقيدة السلف أصحاب الحديث عواقب العباد مبهمة قال ويعتقد ويشهد أصحاب الحديث أن عواقب العباد مبهمة لا يدري أحد بما يختم له ولا يحكمون لواحد بعينه أنه من أهل الجنة ولا يحكمون على أحد بعينه أنه من أهل النار لأن ذلك مغيب عنهم لا يعرفون على ما يموت عليه الإنسان أعلى الإسلام أم على الكفر ولذلك يقولون إنا مؤمنون إن شاء الله أي من المؤمنين الذين يختم لهم بخير إن شاء الله إمام الصابون رحمه الله تعالى in his very important book, Aqidat al-Salaf Ashab al-Hadith, in a chapter 20 according to the English translation, Awaqib al-Ibadi Mubhama, the outcome of the slaves is unknown. And he says, the people of Hadith, and they, they are the people who are upon the Haqq. When he say the people of Hadith, mean as Salafiyun. Those who adhere to the truth upon the haqq, upon what the Prophet was upon his companions. It says, the people of Hadith believe and testify that the end of the slave is unknown. No one knows what his end shall be, meaning what they're going to die upon. So the people of Hadith do not pass judgment on a specific person that he will be from the people of paradise or from the people of hellfire. Because there is something which is hidden from them. They do not know in which state a person will die, whether it is upon Islam or unbelief. So, due to this fact, they say, indeed we are believers if Allah wills. That is from the believe, meaning from from the believers who will have a good end if Allah wills, Subhanahu wa Taala. Sheikh Rabi wa Taala, he is going to explain two points of Aqidah. This one and the one that Imam Al-Sabuni, rahimahullah Taala, mentioned: "Al-Shahada 'ala man mata 'ala shay." قال ويشهدون أي أهل الأصحاب الحديث. السلف الصالح ويشهدون لمن مات على الإسلام أن عاقبته الجنة ف... 
فإن كان من الذين سبق القضاء عليهم من الله أنهم يعذبون بالنار مدة لذنوبهم التي اكتسبوها ولم يتوبوا منها فإنهم يردون أخيرا إلى الجنة ولا يبقى أحد في النار من المسلمين فضلا من الله ومنه ومن مات والعياذ بالله على الكفر فمرده إلى النار لا ينجو منها ولا يكون لمقامه فيها منتهى يمنشن another point of عقيدة which is the ruling upon on one who died upon belief or unbelief he says and the people of hadith witness for the one who dies upon Islam that his end will be paradise even if their fate was written by Allah that they will be punished with the fire for a period as a result of their sins which they committed and did not repent from they will eventually enter paradise and no one from among the Muslims will remain in hell eternally this is a great blessing and a favor from Allah if one dies upon unbelief cover and Allah's protection is sought from him from this he will be thrown into the fire and he will not be saved from it and he will stay there forever we seek refuge with Allah subhanahu for such a, for such a thing قال الامام العلامه ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظه الله تعالى في الشرح in his explanation في هذا الكلام من الامام الصابوني مسالتان so now here we have two points of aqida that the imam sabuni rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned his book aqidat as-salaf ashab al-hadith al-mas'ala al-ula the first point kun awaqib al-ibad mubhama la yadri ahadun bima yukhtamu lahu lidhalika la yahkumun li wahidin bi'aynihi أنه من أصحاب الجنة ولا يحكمون على واحد بعينه أنه من أصحاب النار. A point of عقيدة that أهل الحديث أهل السنة they believe in that the fate or the outcome and the end of the people is not known. No one knows what they're going to die upon. And this is a very serious matter, Yahwan. Very serious matter that we have to pay attention to. He's okay? He okay? Huh? Okay. This is a very important matter, Yahwan, because that's what decide. You die on something, you'll be resurrected upon it. That's why we ask Allah to give us husnul khatimah. So no one knows what they're going to die upon. That's why Ahlul Sunnah, Ahlul Hadith, the people who adhere to the truth, they do not pass any ruling or judgment on anyone on this earth. That he's from the people of Jannah or that he's from the people of Hellfire. Like meaning individually. They don't say this man here is in Hellfire. 
or that brother over there, that person is from the people of Jannah. <coughs> However, there are actions that lead to the Jannah and there are actions that lead to the hellfire. فَيَقُولُ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ وَيَعْتَقِدُ وَيَشْهَدُ وَأَصْحَابُ الْحَدِيثِ أَنَّ عَوَاقِبَ الْعِبَادِ مُبْهَمَةِ لَا يَدْرِي أَحَدٌ بِمَا يُخْتَمُ لَهُ وَلَا يَحْكُمُونَ لِوَاحِدٍ بِعَيْنِهِ أَنَّهُ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ وَلَا يَحْكُمُونَ عَلَى أَحَدٍ بِعَيْنِهِ أَنَّهُ مِنْ أَهْلِ النَّارِ لِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ مُغَيِّبٌ عَنْهُمْ لَا يَعْرِفُونَ عَلَى مَا يَمُوتُ عَلَيْهِ الْإِنْسَانُ أَعْلَى الْإِسْلَامِ أَمْ عَلَى الْكُفْرِ وَلِذَلِكَ يَقُولُونَ إِنَّا مُؤْمِنُونَ إِن شَاءَ اللَّهُ أَيْ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ يُخْتَمُ لَهُمْ بِخَيْرٍ إِن شَاءَ اللَّهُ And we read to you this first paragraph and the Shaykh Rabi'i Havala Ta'ala, he says, خصص المصنف هذه العقيدة لأهل الحديث ومن صار على نهجهم احترازا عن الطوائف الأخرى التي تخالف هذا المنهج. So he said, keep in mind that Al-Imam Al-Sabuni, رحمه الله تعالى, he says, this is the عقيدة of the Salaf, أهل الحديث. This is the عقيدة of أهل الحديث, those people who adhere to the narrations of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. They understand them properly and adhere to, to them. And whoever follow their path, follow upon their path, he says, so they are distinguished from the deviant sects who oppose them, who they oppose the, the methodology that they, that they were upon, who oppose the methodology that they were upon. The maqala anna awaqib al-ibadi mubhamah he says that the end of the people is unknown. The outcome, how they're going to die upon? On Islam or on Kufr? He says, لا يعلمها إلا الله No one knows except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one knows what himself or others they're going to die upon except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's the one who knows who's going to die upon Islam and who's going to die upon Kufr. A person may be a kafir his entire life. Right before they die, Allah guide them to Islam. Alhamdulillah. And they die upon Islam. Certain people, they may be Muslims. And upon corruption and innovations and wronging themselves. But then they repent. And they become good Muslims. And they die upon that. May Allah make us from those who die upon righteousness. Amen. <coughs> ولا يدري أحد بما يختم له وقد تقدم لنا أن الصحابة كانوا يخافون على أنفسهم من النفاق ويخافون من سوء الخاتمة ويسألون الله تبارك وتعالى أن يحسن لهم الختام He says and if you remember in the previous chapter we learn that the Sahaba the best of the people of this Ummah the companions of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Anhum They used to be afraid for themselves from Nifaq They were afraid, these are the companions are afraid from falling into hypocrisy and Nifaq They were afraid from the evil end May die on something that is not pleasing to Allah and they used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to grant them and give them a good end, to die on good. Upon Islam, upon Tawheed, upon Iman. 
قال وما أحد أبدا يقطع لنفسه بأنه من من المتيقين وأنه من الجنة من المتقين وأنه من الجنة he says no one period consider himself he's from the pious and he's from the people of Jannah he's from the people of Jannah قال هذه طريقة أهل السنة والجماعة وعلى رأسهم أهل الحديث he says this is the way of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and upon them or at the uh, of course when you mention Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah in the first place is Ahlul Hadith the people who adhere to the narrations so here is the Shaykh he says the companions of Dwarullah alayhim they didn't know what they're going to die upon and so they, they, they cautious they prepare themselves for the death Some of the people, we know, we believe that the death is certain. But then we continue to be lackadaisical and we know what we do and some people they continue to be upon battle, upon error, wronging themselves. They know that they're supposed to give up those things, those sins and, and all the games and be, to, be, be upright, get it together. And like they're waiting for what? Death is certain, tomorrow is not. الْمَوْتُ لَا يَنْتَذِرُكَ حَتَّى تَسْتَقِيمُ اسْتَقِيمُ وَأَنْتَنْتَذِرُ الْمَوْتُ Death does not wait for anyone until he get it together. Get it together while you're waiting for death. إِنَامْ قال ولا يحكمون لواحد بعينه أنه من الجنة فإن هذا ليس إلا لله سبحانه وتعالى إلا من جاء فيه النص كما سيأتي عن المبشرين الجنة Likewise from the عقيدة وفهل السنة والجماعة they do not pass any judgment on a ruling that such a person so and so is from the people of جنة that so and so is from the people of جنة Why? Because only Allah knows the people of Jannah from the people of the hellfire. Except, of course, if we have texts, the Shaykh Rabbi Ali says, if there are texts from the Wahi, from the revelation, as that they say that these people are from the people of Jannah, as is going to come later on a point of Aqidah about the Al-Ashar Al-Mubashirun Bil-Jannah. <coughs> The ten companions, for example, who the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned they are from the people of Jannah. And they are not the only one that they were given the glad tidings from being from the people of Jannah while they were still alive. A great ni'mah from Allah upon them. As Imam al-Sabuni says, the knowledge of this matter, it is unknown to the people. It is unknown to the people. No one know himself, not along others, is he or she going to die upon Islam or upon kufr. No one. People don't know these things. وَلَا يَعْلَمُ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَهَذَا شَيْءٌ مَعْرُوفٌ لَا يَعْلَمُ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ 
This is from the matters of the unseen. And no one knows the unseen except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Shaykh says this matter is well known to us. We believe that no one knows the unseen except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who they know from the unseen is only through what Allah has taught them. Those who is pleased from the messengers. Because the Prophet he mentioned, he talks about the matters of the unseen, but by the way of revelation, by the way of wahi, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed him subhanahu wa ta'ala about those matters of the unseen. فَمَا الَّذِي أَدْرَاكَ أَنَّ فُلَانًا مَاتَ عَلَى الْكُفْرَ أَوْ مَاتَ عَلَى الْإِيمَانِ وَكَيْفَ تَحْكُمُ لَهُ فِي حَيَاتِ أَنَّهُ مِنْ الْجَنَّةِ وَمِنْ الْنَّارِ Subhanallah, the Shaykh says, for those people who, they say, oh, this, mashallah, that person is from the people of Jannah. Or just because a person is doing bad, they like, oh, that person is going to be in a hellfire. The Shaykh says, what make you know? What make you know that that, Person, particular person, he's from the people of Jannah or the other is from the people of the hellfire. Now we're talking about individuals, we're not talking about actions. Whoever does this will be in Jannah. Whoever does this and die on it will be in the hellfire. No. Talking about those who they say, see those people over there, they're from the people of the hellfire. Or those over there, they are in Jannah. Now, Sheikh said, what makes that person make such a judgment? بل لو قال إنسان إن فلان في النار لقال الله من ذا الذي يتألى علي كما جاء في الحديث عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه. he says but if a, if a person in this life still alive on earth and said about another person that person is is in the hellfire Allah سبحانه وتعالى say, says who is this person who's يتألى علي meaning he's uh, um, passing a judgment that is only for me. He has no knowledge of. How could the person say this person in the hellfire? Well, if the Messenger said that, that's different. And the Prophet he did say that about a man who was fighting brave, very bravely. The Prophet he says in the hellfire. But that's the Messenger of Allah. He doesn't speak out of his desires. It's all a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But for someone, a regular person, to say such and such a person is in a hellfire, this is a very bad mistake. And as Shaykh mentioned the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول He said, Abu Hurairah, Abdul Rahman ibn Sakhar al-Dawsi, the great companion of the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم. He's one of the seventh Companions who narrated the most hadith. Where are the other six? Okay. Abdullah, number one. Uh, just go ahead, Abdullah. Just say one if you want or two, whatever you can say. We'll start with you, whatever you can say. Aisha, radiallahu anha. Abdullah ibn Abbas. Abdullah ibn Abbas. 
radiyallahu anhuma. We mentioned Abu Huraira. We just mentioned Abu Huraira and we need six more. Another Abu Huraira? Somebody else? Abdullah ibn Umar. Huh? Are you asking me? I want to hear it from you. Don't tell me. Abu Sayyid al-Khudri? I don't accept that as an answer. Because that's a question. Mahmoud? Anas ibn Malik? No. Huh? No. Hussein? Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhuma. Naam Naim. He mentioned it. That's your neighbor. Who? One more. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. Malik ibn Zinan. Abu Sinan ibn Malik. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. That's it. Who can repeat them? All of them? Six of them? Or seven of them? Okay, that's the homework. Alright, find them, memorize them, inshallah. So listen to this hadith, Yafwan. Qala, Samiatu Rasulullah sallallahu Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. He said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi saying, mutawakhiyin. He said, There was two men that was in the time of Bani Israel before the Prophet sallallahu and his era. So there was two men, they were brothers, they were, you know, very close one to another. Very close one to another. فَكَانَ أَحَدُهُمَ يُذْنِبْ وَالْآخَرَ مُجْتَهِدْ فِي الْعِبَادَةِ But one of them, he used to sin, prong himself with sins, while the other, he was diligent upon obedience. You see? One of them, he used to sin, wrong himself, disobey Allah. The other, he used to be diligent upon obedience, do a lot of good. Alright? So if we stop here and ask the question now, which one is better? Huh? Based on what I just said. Which one is better in a better position? And Allah knows best, right? But just according to what we just said, who is better? Apparently, because we judge only on what? Remember, we mentioned in the, in the class of Riyadh Salihin, what Sheikh Nuhuzaymin says? Huh? We judge by Al-Zahir, what's apparent. In what chapter was that? The first chapter. What was it? Babu al-Ikhlas. Babu al-Ikhlas. Where is Another homework. Homework number two. Ah, Mahmoud, you want to build them out? Niya? There is something else before Niya. There's a word before Niya. Babu Ikhlasiya, Niya, Fi, Kada, Kada, Kada. Those two lines. It's another homework. Tayyip. Alayin. So, so now, here is one of them. He sins. Disobey Allah, he wronged himself. The other one is diligent upon ibadah, righteousness. But the one who was righteous and do good and obedient, 
constantly advise the other one. Whenever he see him doing something wrong, he says, leave it alone. It's not good for you. Leave this alone. Don't disobey Allah. Leave this sin alone. Which is a good thing, right? Excellent thing. Very good thing to give advice. See somebody doing something bad. Now somebody disrespect his parent. Tell me, this is haram. It's from Kabair Dhunub. It is one of the major sins. Actually, it's mentioned from the Kabair Sab al Mubiqat, the seven destructive things. <coughs> Be nice how you talk to your mother. This is how you talk to your mother, Subhanallah. You see? Or someone neglects his family, his children, someone who's upon bida, innovation, dalal, or someone steals, or whatever, he cheats, backbite the people, insult them. Want to fight? You tell me, these are sins. Leave these matters alone. Now, one day he finds him committing this sin. He says to him, Leave this sin alone. So the other one who who wronged himself with sins, he said to him, leave me between me and my Lord, meaning Allah. Allah didn't send you as a watcher over me. <coughs> so the one who was righteous and doing good, he said to him, by Allah, Allah will never forgive you. By Allah, Allah will not enter you the Jannah. You will not enter Jannah. Okay? So Allah SWT caused them to die, collect their souls, and they stand in front of Allah SWT in the resurrection. And He said to the one who was righteous, doing good, Okay? He said to the one who made that statement, Allah will never forgive you, will never enter Jannah. He said, Do you really have knowledge of me? Like that? Do you really know what what I'm able to do? And then Allah SWT said to the one who used to wrong himself, He said, Go, enter Al-Jannah by my mercy. And He said to the other one, Take him to the hellfire. Hmm? Take him to the hellfire. Meaning the one who used to do righteousness. And قَالَ أَبُوْ هُرَيْرَةِ وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَتَكَلَّمَ بِكَلِمَةٍ أَوْ بَقَدْ دُنْيَاهُ وَآخِرَةُ Abu Hurairah says, by the one who, my soul in his hand, meaning he's swearing by who? By Allah. It's another way to say by Allah. He said, this man who is to be righteous in this dunya and all that, he has uttered a statement that destroyed his, what he had done in this life and destroyed his returning with Allah. He's here after Billah. So it's very important once again to be mindful of what you say. Don't pass no judgment on the people. Advice. 
But never ever just because you advise a person for a couple of months or a couple of years, now you pass a ruling, he's in a hellfire. A'udhu billah. La. قال الشيخ ربيع وفي رواية من حديث جندب بن عبد الله البجلي أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حدث أن رجلا قال والله لا يغفر الله لفلان وإن الله تعالى قال من ذا الذي يتألى علي ألا أغفر لفلان فإني قد غفرت لفلان وأحبطت عملك لا إله إلا الله حيث رواه مسلم للسجن حديث إن حديث جندب بن عبد الله البجلي that the Messenger of Allah informed the Sahaba about a man who made this statement, he says, by Allah, Allah, he swear by Allah that Allah would not forgive so-and-so, this person. And Allah says, who is this person who swear by him, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that I would not forgive so-and-so, that I would not forgive. For indeed I have forgiven him, and I have rendered all of the deeds of the one who made that statement void and nullified. The first narration was collected by Imam Abu Dawood in his Sunan, and Imam Al-Albani authenticated this narration in Sahih Al-Jamah, hadith number 4455. The second hadith is in Sahih Muslim, hadith number 2621. فالإنسان لا يتألى على الله ولا يحكم على الناس بهواه. So the person does not swear by Allah that Allah doesn't forgive so and so. And he should not pass any ruling on a judgment without any knowledge, speaking with no knowledge, following his desires, what he thinks is right. يدخل أناساً الجنة ويدخل أناساً النار هذا ليس إلا لله. So no one should put himself in this position. Oh, these people in the Jannah, the other people in the hellfire. He doesn't have the keys to the Jannah or the hellfire. <coughs> Sitting there and say, oh, those people from the hellfire, these people in the Jannah. He says, no, this is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh Rabbi said, نعم, نرجو للصالحين المستقيمين الذين يظهر لنا صلاحهم وإيمانهم الجنة. He says, now, we hope, inshallah, that those who we see from them righteousness, we see, you don't know the hearts. If you see people are, you see from them righteousness, and you see from them that they are obedient and upright upon the deen, you have the iman, now we hope that they be from the people of Jannah. Naam, you hope that they be from the people of Jannah. Ask Allah to make them from the people of Jannah because they are righteous, they are upon sound aqidah, upon iman. But then you, be, be, you fear for them. Because as long as a person is still alive, man, you don't know what's going to happen. You fear for them, meaning the, the end, what they're going to die upon. وَنَخَافُ عَلَى الْفُسَّاقِ النَّارِ وَنَرْجُ لَهُمُ الْجَنَّةِ says those who wronged themselves and upon falsehood and the like, he says, uh, those who are upon disobedience actually, they disobey Allah, then he says, we fear that they may be, they may enter the hellfire, but likewise we ask Allah to forgive them. 
Because they, Muslims, but they wrong themselves. They're not like the other one who are righteous upon righteousness, upon sound iman. These are Muslims, but they wrong themselves. They're not serious about practicing the deen. He says, yeah, we fear for them that they may enter the, the hellfire, but we ask Allah Taala to forgive them as well. قال لماذا لأن الأعمال بالخواتيم كما سبق في الحديث he says because the actions are judged, judged according to what the person die upon the last thing they die upon as he was mentioned in the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud we took this hadith in the previous chapter أنتم يعني I really it's pleasing to my eye to see you taking notes. I'm talking to the little ones now, from seven years old to eight years old. Actually, from five years old. Six? You're seven already, Abdurrahman? Allahu Akbar. And Abdurrahman, the other Abdurrahman, how old are you? Abdurrahman? Eight. How old are you? Eight. Eight. Safwan? You were eight the other day. You turned nine? You turned nine? Yeah, last month. Two months. Two months. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to see you taking notes and stuff, but just, okay? You're taking notes, right? You're doing your homework. What are you doing? Taking notes from the class? What you wrote so far, so far? That's what you write? Read to me what you write? Uh-huh, the Sheikh. Ahsan, very good. Hassan, you gotta give him a gift. Alright? Alright. So he just said, he even mentioned the Sheikh. He said, Imam Sabuni mentioned this and this and this. Abdurrahman, what did you write? You wrote something? Can you tell me something you were about to write? What are you going to write in that page? Something you remember? Can you tell me anything you, you remember from the class? Hmm? All right, I'll ask you later on. All right, Abdurrahman, eight years old. Did, did you write anything? Not yet? Huh? You weren't here the, the whole time? All right, well, pay attention now and write something. I may ask you later on, okay? You too, Abdurrahman. You wrote something? What did you write? Read something for me. What did you write? You can't, can you, you can read what you can write? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Okay, pay attention and keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's excellent. MashaAllah. Hayyakum Allah. Jazakum Allah khayyam. The hadith that passed in the previous chapter, alhamdulillah, إِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ لَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ حَتَّى لَا يَبْقَى بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهَا إِلَّا ذِرَاعِ فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ فَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَيَدْخُلَهَا وَإِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ لَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ the hadith of the Prophet said, Indeed, one of you 
will do the actions of the people of the fire until there was nothing between him and the fire except to cube it. But that which Allah has written overpower everything that he's done and so therefore that person he does an action of the people of Jannah and he enters Jannah. He died on that and enters the Jannah. Likewise the Prophet he says indeed one of you will do, will do the actions of the people of Jannah. That's all he does, his life. Until there is nothing between him and, the, and, and, and entering the Jannah Meaning the ulama, he says, the moment of death, before he died, shortly before that person died, that which is already written with Allah, because it's already written with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, that person will do an action of the people of the hellfire, and therefore enters the hellfire, Al-Waliyah Allahu Akbar. He says, now the Sheikh Rabia, he explains the one who who wronged himself <coughs> and Allah, out of his mercy, he caused him to die upon good action. The Sheikh Rabia, he says, and there is, and Allah knows best, Allah knows best that that sinful person who used to wrong himself and disobey Allah, Perhaps that he used to do some hidden good actions, not known to the people. Allah knows that. Yes, people they know I sin for disobey Allah. This, but he's still doing some some good actions that people. Maybe he's good to his parents. Maybe he was taking care of some orphans. Nobody know about. It. Nobody. Yeah, he's, he wronged himself and doing this, but maybe he was good to his mother. Nice to her. Yeah, he may not be nice to other people, but when he comes to his parents, he's dutiful, he's this. In a... Sheikh, he says, these hidden good actions that this person who used to wrong himself with sense qualify him and earn him the pleasure of Allah. And Allah caused him to die on a good end. Allah. <coughs> upon the haq and upon Islam. وَقَدْ يَكُونُ هَذَا الَّذِي يَتَعَبَّدُ مُرَائِيًّا وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ أَوْ يُسِرُّ عَلَى ذَنْبٍ لَا يَعْرِفُهُ أَحَدٍ فَيُعَاقِبُهُ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ فَيَمُوتُ عَلَى سُوءُ الْخَاتِمَةِ فَنَسْأَلُ اللَّهِ الْعَافِيَةِ He said, and for that person who used to be a worshipper, diligent upon worship and this and this, huh? he says, but perhaps he was a murai. Yeah, he does a lot of acts of worship, but showing off. The Sheikh said, perhaps showing off. The people, they just look at him and like, oh, subhanAllah, that brother, Allah, is always in the masjid, always fasting, always sadaqah, reading Quran, teaching. Hmm? But perhaps that person, that person, which these actions are good actions, apparently they are very good actions, People, they just judge by what is apparent. Remember, al-zahir, al-hukmu al-zahir. But if that person was showing off, I said, that's a calamity. Or, that person, the sheikh, he says, he's doing a lot of good actions and this in front of the people and that, but he's 
persistent upon this sin that only Allah knows. So Allah punish him because of that. And he will die upon an evil end, Billah. He says we seek refuge with Allah from such a thing. He said, this is the aqeedah, one of the points of aqeedah of Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah, that they do not say this individual is in the Jannah, or this individual is in the hellfire. Naam, if there is text, if there is text from the wahi, from the revelation, that certain individuals with their names, they are enter al-Jannah, naam, as is going to come, the Shaykh he mentioned. Other than that, nobody should put himself in that position. Yes, if you see people are righteous, they're doing good, mashallah, you hope that they be from the people of Jannah. But you still don't say he is from the people of Jannah. Can't do that. And also, when you see people that are doing wrong in themselves, doing a lot of evil, you fear for them that they may go in, the, in Jahannam, in the hellfire. But you cannot say they are in the hellfire. You just can't. This is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, except for those that Allah tells us by the way of wahi that they are from the people of Jannah or from the people of the hellfire by their names or certain individuals, then we, we go with the texts, with the sound texts. ولذلك يقولون إن مؤمنون إن شاء الله أي من المؤمنين الذين يختم لهم بخير إن شاء الله. That's why they say we are believers if Allah wills. That's what they say for the, for this because it's these points of aqeed they are upon. They say uh, uh, we are believers and. Allah will give us a good end if Allah wills. If Allah wills. And هذه المسألة نبه عليها شيخ الإسلام تيمي رحمه الله. ما هو منشأ قول أهل السنة أنا مؤمن إن شاء الله؟ هل هو بالنظر إلى العاقب والمآل؟ يعني على ماذا يموت الإنسان وعلى ماذا يوافي الإنسان ربه؟ أو في الحاضر بمعنى أني ما وفيت الإيمان حقه؟ He said, Shaykh al-Islam al he has a beautiful statement in his Majmu' al-Fatawi, in many places, Majmu' al-Fatawi, pages, different pages in the volume 7. He says, this matter here, to say, we are believers, insha'Allah. Hmm? Is this is based on, when a person says, I am a believer, insha'Allah. Is it because they, so the believer said that because he don't know his end, how, how he's going to die upon Iman or not? That's why he said, I'm a believer, inshallah. Or because actually has to do with what, with what he with his actions, that he's not giving... Islam is right, meaning he's not practicing Islam as he should. That's why he said, I'm a believer, inshallah. Fayaqulu Shaykh al-Islam, 
So Shaykh al-Islam says, yes, this is from this, from the second point. Because this person who says, I am a believer, inshallah, he's saying that because that person knows that he's not fulfilling Islam in its entirety. He's not practicing everything, acting upon every single details of Islam. فَإِذَا قَالَ أَنَا مُؤْمِنٌ جَزْمًا يَكُونُ قَدْ زَكَّى نَفْسَهُ وَقَالَ أَنَا مُتَّقٍ وَأَنَا بَارٌ وَأَنَا كَذَا وَهَذَا أَمْرٌ غَلَطٍ He says because if a person say no doubt I'm a believer now there's no mistake about it I'm a believer now he's, he's giving tazkiyah to himself he's praising himself he said if a person says no doubt I'm a believer now he's saying I am righteous I am this, I am that, I am that. No. And this is wrong. And this is wrong. He says, because Iman consists of statements and actions and a conviction of the heart, belief. There are many commands, many prohibitions. So the person should say, and I'm mu'min, insha'Allah. so for this reason, a person say, I am a believer, inshallah. This way he will protect himself from giving himself a tazkiyah, praising himself. That he was upon the right Islam and he fulfilled every single command and he stayed away from every single prohibition as legislated by Allah and as he, he does all of this exactly as he was told. Someone here does this like this way. So the Sheikh he says, وَتَعْرِفُونَ أَنَّ الْمُرْجِئَ وَالْجَهْمِيَ يَمْنَعُونَ مِنَ الْإِسْتِثْنَاءِ لأن هذا الذي يستثني يشك في إيمانه ومنطلق عن السنة ليس هو الشك. He says, you know, the murjia, this deviant sect, and worse than them, the jahmiya. They said, no, don't say this. Say, I'm a believer. They say, why? Because for the person who says, I'm a believer, inshallah, they say, oh, he has a doubt in his iman. <laughs> because of their corrupt understanding. They said, the one who says, inshallah, meaning he's not even sure if he's a believer. But Ahl-Sunnah, they don't look at it this way. Is this understood? Ahl-Sunnah, they don't. Yes, you're a believer. You believe in Allah upon certainty. Because if someone has doubt, that's, that's a big problem. Min shurut ila ilaha illa mada. From the conditions of La ilaha illallah. What are they? Give me one condition. Al yaqeen. Al yaqeen. Certainty. Al ladi yunafi. Al shak. What is the opposite of this point? Certainty. Sounds. That negates doubt. But Ahl Sunnah, they don't, they don't say that because of doubt. They say that because. They believe that when a person says, I am a believer, 
Meaning that he, this person now he's practicing Islam in every single bit of it. As the Shaykh Sheikh Islam says, meaning that that person he's practicing every single order and command and staying away from every single prohibition as legislated by Allah in the proper way. Aina. <laughs> Now, so this point is very important in Quran, Ahlul Sunnah, or Jama'ah, when they say, uh, Insha'Allah, or someone say, Ana mu'min, Insha'Allah, based on this matter, that the person did not fulfill the entire Islam, did not act upon every single thing in Islam. Not like Ahlul Bida, and the Shaykh mentioned from the Namurji and Jahmiyyah, and the Shaykh is going to mention more, inshallah, for the next class, inshallah ta'ala. He's uh, going to mention even more uh, clarification from this great Imam, Shaykh al-Islam, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah ta'ala. So, in, in summary of what we learned, once again, what we learned today, what is the first point of Aqidah? Naam. Huh? Before that, we live. قبل ذلك قبل. Before نعم ناصر. أحسن. The outcome is not known of the servants. No one knows what they're gonna die upon. Okay. And based on that, نعم أخي عمر. Ahsan, based on that, the aqidah, it's very important to mention this because this is a class of what? Of aqidah. So you gotta put that in there. This is a key word. That's why it says it is the point of aqidah of who? Of a salaf. Ahsan, aqidah of ahlul hadith, ahlul athar. It's very important, ya So when you talk, you talk like this. You don't say, Nobody is a Muslim, no, this guy is not a Muslim. No, nobody will understand. You're going to say, Imam al-Sabuni, rahimahullah, mentioned in his book, and also you give a reference, so the people, they know what book you're talking about. Is it the same? When someone say, uh, no one should say this person is a Muslim, no one should say the other Muslim, is not a Muslim. Or to say, ذكر الإمام الإمام الصابوني رحمه الله تعالى منشن in his book عقيدة السلف أصحاب الحديث in this chapter عواقب العباد مبهمة that's from the عقيدة of أهل السنة you see so you don't leave no room for someone to tell you أخي where you bring this stuff from because if he said to you like like أخي you're not listening I just tell you the book and the sheikh and أهل السنة now you see ask me where I bring this from that Ahlul Sunnah, the Aqidah of Ahlul Sunnah, that they, do, they, they don't know what, how what the people are going to die upon. And for that fact, for this reason, they do not pass any rulings on anyone. As long as the people are still alive on, on earth, they never say this person is in a Jannah, or this person is in a hellfire, except... Huh? Except if they have a text. From revelation, the Prophet said, "These people mentioned them by names. Alhamdulillah, they're in the Jannah. Nobody should have a problem with that." What else we learn today? Safwan. 
Did you add anything? Abdurrahman, did you write anything yet? Huh? You're writing, okay. Why, why, why we, you're right, but why we shouldn't say that? Abdurrahman? But still, I'm looking for something else. You know, Safwan, why? You're right. Why we shouldn't say this person here, he, he's in Jannah. But he's still alive. He still eat and drink water, eat food. And he's still with us. And we say, he's in the people of Jannah. Or this person here, and I'm not pointing to anybody, right? I should close my eyes. And this person over here, he's from the people of the hellfire. I want nobody to look at me. I contact. I'm not... Referring to anyone, right? May Allah protect us. Amen. You know what, Safwan? Ahsan, because only Allah knows that. Why only Allah knows that? Why? Because this marriage from what? Oh, of course, Allah is the creator. But these actions are from what? From the al ghaib from the unseen. Ahsan. What else? Naam Luqman? No, not question. We're reviewing right now. Question later on, inshallah. This review. Naam Akhi Bimitchell? So based on my understanding, the judgment upon no one but Allah. Allah judges only. Ahsan. Naam, we don't pass those judgments. Naam, if you see someone doing good, mashallah, like the Sheikh says, MashaAllah, you hope that they are from the people of Jannah, but you cannot say that person just because he fasts every Monday, he's, he's from the people of Jannah. Inshallah, we hope he's from the people of Jannah. And also, if you see someone who is upon evil and battle, you will never say that person gonna die upon kufr. There are people who used to be kufar and Allah guide them to Islam. Right or wrong, Bimitra? Huh? Yeah, could change in this life. As long as you're in this life, could change. Either ways. You know, so people who are Muslims, they're good. Before you know it, they're like, hey, I know Islam for them. There are people kufr this and that. And then they became Muslim, alhamdulillah. They die upon Islam. What else, ya khwan? Ahsan. Naam. Hada wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallamu taslim al-kathir.